Welcome to Adulting Backwards. This is Adulting Backwards. Adulting Backwards. That's all I got. All right. Welcome back, Adulting Fam. Hope you all have had a good week. I'm going to do a little check-in with you before we get started this week. So would anybody like to go first? Because if not, I will just take the floor. The floor is yours. Run with it. Run with it. Wow. All right. So uh, I think last time we talked, I was telling you all I was going to start personal training. Well, I've started that. I've started working out and I've lost close to 10 pounds already. Um, I've changed up like how I'm eating. Um, and I've had to work on like my mindset, uh, working out and just changing my eating habits going forward. So I'm real mindful and, um, I don't know how to put it, but I'm, Con- I'm real conscientious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's part of it, but I'm real mindful of like the words I use and how I'm describing certain things in comparison. Cause I had to like sit down and really think like, okay, well, why didn't this stuff work before? And I'm like, I approached a lot of this negatively. So, like, when it comes to changing up my diet and having to eat certain foods, I don't approach it as, oh, my God, this is nasty. Oh, my God, is this, is that. Like, you have to be very mindful of, like, the words you use or, like, yeah. when you don't want to work out, you know, not necessarily falling into that negative um, pretty much shithole and just being like, oh, this sucks, whatever. Like, no, let me find something in the gym that I love doing, and I'll go do yeah. that for 15 minutes, go warm up. Let me go find something else I like doing. Uh, let me tell my trainer, you know, what I do and what I don't like. And let's see if we can meet each other halfway. But so far, so good. It's been it's been good. I'm enjoying it. I'm definitely going to keep doing it because um, I refuse to go on any kind of medication. So if I got to get healthy, I got to work out to do it or whatever else. Yeah. So I don't end up in the hospital. That's what I'm doing. So and I'm on it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about it's working out, y'all. So. I'll keep yeah, you guys updated. It's like 70% mental, right? It yeah. really is. It really is. <laughs> because just getting up to go, let me just get up and stop making excuses not to go or to torture myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. All right. So, Antonio or Jason? Well, uh-huh. I am. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, next week. Oh, yeah. Next week I go. Uh, Get another p- medical opinion, so that's good. Looking forward to that. Um, still been working on uh, my new business that I keep on talking about. They said we'll mention it on later. Um, <laughs> and I've been really working on my communication uh, with others, um, specifically with Heather, because you always got to work on a relationship communication so that it stays good, because it's very easy for different parts of the communication between you and your partner to um, fail. Like these ones be going over here and then you turn the corner and it's like, oh, like, well, I haven't been talking about stuff. So, you know, so I've been working on that. You've been working on your mindset too. I've oh, noticed yeah, I that I just in how you talk. Mindset. I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's perfect, man. I wish I had something as interesting as y'all stuff, man. I ain't did. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to stay afloat over here, you know. <laughs> Just had a few busy weekends, was sick a little bit, nothing serious, but I thought it was possibly something serious, but nope, we bounced back and feel great. And now I need to get on my fitness and I don't want to call it diet, but kind of just definitely um, 
changing the way I do certain things and eat and uh, trying not to feel like trash all day. So, I mean, that's what I'm working on now. Like you said, it's mainly, it's mainly the mindset. Once you get in that positive, you know, and look at it, not as like torture or a punishment, then it makes it a lot easier, you know? And um, so, yeah, that's what I'm working on this week. And hopefully I stay away from Popeye's chicken and Burger King. So you should we'll definitely see. stay away from those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's it with me. Nothing, nothing else. I'm cool. All right. That's good to hear. And adult and fam, I hope you all are doing good. Still working on your self-development and doing things to improve yourself every week or every month or whatever you're deciding to do long as you are moving forward and working on yourself. So with the little housekeeping taken care of, the topic this week um, comes from some different things that we've been dealing with recently. But the whole thing itself is pretty much mind your damn business. And it seems to be something that people are having a lot of issues with <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and um, we're going we're to discuss it where it becomes an issue and different things like that. But that's where it stems from. Just people being too damn nosy in things that don't work. You know, they shouldn't be. Just mind your damn business. It'll cause less issues. So we're going to talk about like at work and at home because it's two different things. But it can cause major issues either way. And it can, one can bleed into the other. Yeah. And one can sink the other. Yes. Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I want to, the first one I want to go over is like at work and where I've seen where minding your business just, or just not minding your business becomes an issue. Um, Let's say you have something going on or one of your coworkers has something going on and there's always that one person, that that one person that's just, I call them a, a bone carrier. They're waiting for some information or something. Um, and you you know who those people are within your organization. And they, um, like a sheep in wolf's clothing almost. You know, they come across and it's like, I care. You know, what's going on? They're always in the oh, center yeah. of the <laughs> the drama or whatever, whatever something's happening, something's bad happening. And that person comes and, you know, it's wrapped up in something like, I want to mm. pray for you. How can I support you? You know, what What can I do? What's going on? That's how it always starts. What's, what's going on? Those, those really people. Just an undercover agent. <laughs> yes. And you always have that one unsuspecting coworker who is just super nice or just overshares. So that's naive. where we're going to start out. Yeah, very naive. Naive. The oversharing, um, mm. it's hard. It's hard to find, I, for, for some people, it's hard to find that balance on how much is too much to share. And then if you're holding back some, like what, what is that line at work? What do you guys think that is? Should you be oversharing and just letting it known, like, this is my life. This is what's going on. Especially if you're one of those people that has crises every week, because that's just going to get old. So, yeah. <laughs> or are you one of those people you super closed off? You don't want to say anything and then nobody knows what to expect or how to take you or how to approach you because that could also be negative. Oh, just approach me professionally. That's it. I mean, okay. <laughs> There's more to it. Yeah, there there is more to it. There is. There is. What do you think, Jason? Well, yeah, I, I have learned that I am a super, I'm a super oversharer at times. I mean, I get to go in and we get to a conversation and a lot of times I walk away and be like, God damn it. Like, what the hell did we have to go that far? You know what I mean? Like, so, um, but yeah. And then you gotta, like you were saying about those people that are just there 
looking to soak up everything you got to say. So as soon as you walk away, they can pass it on to the next person because they have nothing interesting going on in their life and they got to talk about everybody else's life. So it's just finding the balance of not oversharing and finding someone that, you know, actually is listening to actually help you and not to be an investigative journalist. You know, and uh, it can cause a lot of issues. That's for sure. Reaching, you know, overreaching, oversharing, it can get ugly. Definitely. I completely agree with you. Um, I think you have to look out for a certain type of person. So when you first get into an organization, maybe rather than just opening up, because of course you're going to have people that want to get to know you. But a lot of times in the beginning, people only want a short, brief version of who you are. Because they're still trying to figure you out. They're still trying to see if you're trustworthy. Should they talk to you? And you're still trying to figure out the organization because you don't want to talk to the wrong person or get caught up in the wrong, I I don't want to say crowd, but just, I guess, the wrong just situation. So it's always best to just sit back and observe and see how people move. And eventually, people's true colors are presenting themselves because when you first get there, everybody's on their best behavior. They're showing you their representative. (laughs) You're not seeing who they are. Give it like a good 30 days and you start yeah. to see stuff. Things start as, to slowly yeah. unravel. As as bad as you don't want to be the odd duck out, you know, you got to kind of just chill for at least that first 30 days to just feel out your area. You, you, those people will show themselves. But if you jump right in and befriend one of these people, you're going to be caught up in their gossip in your first week there. And who the hell needs that? So, you know what I mean? Like I would take, the first 30 to 60 days to kind of just sit back, sit back and observe. That's it. Don't try to jump into anything new and don't, you know, other than your basic info, you know, yep, I'm from here or, um, yep, I'm married or other than that. I mean, I just keep it very simple when you first get there, because like you said, it's hard to tell who that person is that really don't give a shit about you. They're really just trying to gather information to pass on. I agree with Jason. Uh, on that point, I think that you should like just do the minimum, just enough to be like, I guess, cordial. Yeah, exactly. And then that first 30 to 60 days, actually take that time to like learn your position, right? Or learn what you need to do. And then in that process, just like Heather said, like just pay attention because you'll see how yeah. your other coworkers interact with each other and how they'll interact with different coworkers as well. Or you see if somebody cuts corners, if somebody's a, a stickler to like the rules, or if somebody's like, well, we only do things this way here. Like, oh, that's a good mm. idea. I see what you're saying, but we only do it this way. And yeah. this is the way you're going to do it. So, but you'll be able to to see those things before you even have to um, kind of reach out and start to talk to people, I would say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would do... Like pack your own lunches, you know, so you don't, so no one has an excuse to take you out to lunch or to invite you to lunch. Oh, I got, I got my lunch today. That way they know, okay, yeah. well, this person's, they, they got their lunch, they're ready like that. They might still ask yeah. you to come eat with them, but if they don't ask you to come eat with them, that's also an opportunity just to get yourself set first before mm-hmm. you, you know, decide which way yeah. you want to take. If you want to have acquaintance, work acquaintance, or if you don't like work friends, I've had jobs where like I have no friends as people I work with. And if I'm not at work, I might see you in the store. I might give you a hello. Might give you a nod. Other people I see in the store, and it's like, I look at you in the face, and yeah. that's it. 
Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you, when the con- when the conversation, now you've moved into the conversation, you know, you got to really just, just pay attention to what they're asking you. You know what I mean? Pay attention to how the conversation's going to see what kind of information they're getting from you. You know what I mean? To really think about the information, what is it they're asking you? Now it's starting, when they start digging as the conversation going, instead of asking, you know, they'll start drifting off into your personal life and trying to figure out what's going on with you and how they can later have that information to use against you if necessary, you know? So just, you know, you just got to observe those questions with those messy ass people, you know, because you can get yourself in a, you know, once, once it's out, it's out, you know what I mean? So just, just, you know, be aware of that. True. True. Yeah. Just like people be trying to get like ahead in life at work, people will be like, just trying to get ahead. So that's, they might, people might not even be out for you, but they'll yeah. use what they can to get themselves exactly. ahead. And, yes. they're, they're like, exactly. and that's where people are like, oh, it's not personal. It's business. And it's like, oh man, that's like ruthless. And there's like a difference between like being ruthless out, like in the world and being ruthless in the office. Yeah. I mean, they can yeah. affect each other greatly, but I think there's, there's a difference there. It's because of people's uh, like mindset to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think too, a lot of times when you do get caught up in that, oh my God, you know, cause pretty much what it is, is that person was mean to me. They did this and they did that. Um, you have to remember too, that everybody's an individual and how everybody approaches things isn't necessarily how you would. And I think a lot of times we look for people to be compassionate and it doesn't make sense. You don't know this person. You don't know how they operate. You don't know where they come from. You don't know what they've been through. They may have been to a place, you know, been at a place before where it was survival of the fittest. So they're Mm -hmm. bringing their experiences to this new organization. And for whatever reason, maybe it worked there. So if it worked, why would you change it? So they bring that yeah. same behavior there and you yeah, don't got cut up caught in the crossfire. With, yeah. You and, get cut over like, I ain't need this shit to you. Why the hell for me? Exactly. But, you know, just, and that person, exactly. Chop the rest down. Yeah, exactly. And they're looking at it like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm trying to get ahead. And you sat there and you willingly told me all your business. You overshared and gave yeah. too much. And I saw an opening of where I can, you know, you playing checkers. I'm playing chess. Exactly. That's your fault. Don't yeah. blame me for that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you just gotta watch out. They're just collecting ammo for the fight later, you know. So whether you know you're in a war or not, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You better open your eyes because there are people out there that's just collecting all those uh debt letters and they're ready to flash them in your face la- later on, you know what I mean? So so it's just yeah, and it's the same thing with like either they gather information or they're doing little favors for you or they you know, they're telling you things because they want you to, you know, feel comfortable and feed them information back. But that's all trick, a ploy. It's it's just some dirty, it's a dirty game out there. I also think that, um, like, when you, what you do share, like, own what you share. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, you tell something about yourself, own that. Because if you mm-hmm. own something about yourself, no one can use it as a weapon against you. Even if they think, oh, I got this, they're like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, that that this, and then and then they out there with their knuck suck out, looking real dumb, with a little deer in the headlights look, and you're just like, what else? Like, What's oh, the problem? Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The other yep. thing too is like the person we talked about that's like job or like goal oriented to like the fullest. That's just cut, you know, cutthroat per se. That's a different kind of person. 
or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's also the people that are collecting business, your business, because they suck. Yeah. And in order to make themselves look good, they're going to take you and throw you under the bus. These people yeah. will not own ownership to things that they've spread about you. They will not mm-hmm. take ownership of the messed up stuff that they've done. And you really have to watch out for those people because those are the people that come to you. They're sweet. They're nice. They're kind. They're caring. They got this whole persona wrapped up in just nastiness. <laughs> and you yeah, can be that's... so fooled by it. And they yeah. will take ownership of your ideas and your work. Yes. Yes, oh. they will. <laughs> sometimes they'll yeah. include you and sometimes they won't. Sometimes these people yeah. will give you their work, literally give you their work and wrap it up in it's training. We're cross training you. I'm trying to get mm. you ready. I'm getting you on my side because yeah. I want you to be where I am. And the whole time it's none of that. They see the potential within you. They see that you're a threat. Yeah. They see that if you make it to the top, you're going to expose them for not knowing their job, for not doing their job, or just the terrible individuals that they are. Or if you work there too long, you'll expose that they're trash. Exactly. Mm. And you'll find those yeah. people, too, that every time a job comes up, they, they're in your office and they're talking to you. Hey, you know there's a new position. This, this, and that. And you're thinking, oh, yeah. shit, this person got my bag. This what's up. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you stay in that job, you're gunning for their position. So, of course, yeah. I need to get you out. Of course, if I get you out of here now, I don't have nobody on my tail. I don't have to prove nothing. I can sit in the same spot and do nothing because nobody's here to replace me. So exactly, you know, they're looking like, wow, this would be a great opportunity for you. No, your job would be a better opportunity. <laughs> you're like, no, your position would be even better now. But yeah, they're definitely out there manipulating. They're manipulating the game. You know what I mean? And they're they're looking for stuff to get you pushed to the next level if they feel like you're a threat. They're like, oh, great opportunity up here. You should really apply for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a dirty game. Like I said, dirty business, dirty business, but it's done every single day. So these people I would consider definitely the bone carriers. Some of these people are manipulators as well, but they're usually wrapped up in the fake friend category. Mm-hmm. What I also think plays a role in it is like you have business and personal life and you have personal goals and business goals. So people look at their, their business goals. They don't consider some of the, their personal aspects of their life or your life. So when it's like, okay, it's business. So it's like this. So a lot of considerations people usually have when they're making decisions, it's not there. So it seems more cutthroat, I think in the business world, because there's less things that play on your decisions. Cause you're not worrying about, Oh, like what's him and like uh, his family or whatever going to do. Cause it's not, you're not looking at a personal level. You're looking on a, on a business level. Like, well, what can I do? What can I get for my company? What, how can I move up? Well, I have to do this and this and this. Okay. Well, I have to, I do this. not going to be happy about it, but they're going to go with it because I made it. So that's the only way to go. The other thing too, and I would tie this back into oversharing is with your career goals and your career development. There's going to be people, and I think we've talked about this in past podcasts, they are going to start at that organization and they're going to die at that organization per se. Yeah, That's that's mm-hmm. their life. They are fully dedicated to the cause. Everybody that comes into an organization does not have that mindset. 
I would say, especially the younger generation, they're not going to deal with a bunch of stuff. They're not going to have it. They will leave at the drop of a dime, but their career <laughs> yep. goals are completely different. You know, it's like, this is a stepping stone to where I want to be. And those career goals are more individualized rather than uh, organizational um, wise. So it's like, I'm not here to promote the organization. Like I'm here to get this skill, to get this knowledge, because I know that position over there is what I want. Um, and that's what I'm aiming for. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to be careful because I've watched this happen too, where you share those ideas with somebody else, probably somebody that's been there a while because you trust them. And it's like, yeah, they know, you know, they would understand. And then all of a sudden now you sitting in your boss's office and they mad at you. Like you don't even plan on staying here. So why would I keep, you know, doing this and doing that? And now you've got, you know, caught up in this weird conundrum and people treating you funny because blah, 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 that ran their mouth and got some shit started. Yes. So, I mean, you have to be careful too. That's just another one of those things. Like sometimes you have to keep your accomplishments, things that you're wanting to achieve to yourself. Because yes, people definitely. come it's in sad. and knock it down. Yeah, it's sad as shit that you got to do that. But especially with people you know, but it's like that happened so many times. And all I think is like, they're not even trying to, sometimes people just want to see the world burn. You know what I mean? Like they're not even trying to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. They just don't want to see you do it either. And it's like, so you went out of your way to try to make me fail at this, but you didn't even want it yourself. It's so insane, but some people are so miserable and they're so bored and their life is so meaningless that this is what they want. You know what I mean? They want to see other people in the same position. Yeah. Um, it's that crabs in a bucket mentality and it's crazy how fast that spreads you can get caught up in that really easy and not even realize it so Mm -hmm. just be careful you step into an organization and there's chaos and you see it happening just sit back and observe don't get caught up especially if you're one of those people like i'm working on my own career goals work on it start setting up a plan i'm gonna be here for a year and then i'm gonna step out and do this and do that and the other thing because i've watched this happen too You do not by any means have to tell the people that you're working with, your supervisor, your boss, or anybody that you are applying for another position outside of the organization. You do not. not. You do not. (laughs) And it does not always turn out well when you sit down and you start telling people, this is what I plan on doing. Once again, you've overshared your business and now it's become an issue. Like, how is it, how is it anybody else's business? Now, when you get selected or you think, Hey, this is really happening. Now you should start making plans to let your people know that you're going out the door. But if you haven't even, I mean, you haven't even been through an interview process yet. Like there is no reason why yeah. you should open that box up to anybody in there. And don't let anybody just- pressure you. If you do share that information with somebody for whatever reason, don't let anybody pressure you into going to your supervisor, your boss and telling them, well, I'm applying for these jobs. Yeah. No, don't just do not. Mm, (laughs) I've seen that turn out very, very bad on so many different angles. And the other thing too, is like with oversharing is like, I think you guys have already touched on it, but I'm gonna do it again. Everybody has their own ideas of how things should work and how things should go and what you should do. And a lot of times people don't mean to, not all the time. Sometimes they do, but you'll tell them your dream or what you think, you know, would work for you. And they come in and shut it down. I don't, I don't think you should do that. I think you'd be better fitted over here. I, 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 But a lot of times if you ask them like, okay, 
you see that, but why do you see that in me? It's like, are they talking to you or are they indirectly talking to themselves? Yeah. Mm. That's a good yeah. question. And there, there's a lot of people that time and history will not remember. True. And I don't plan on being one of them people. So when people tell me that, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's why no one's going to remember you. Yeah. True. Like, I, I, I'm here to make an impact, and I will make that impact before I go. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be five years from now, but I hope I'm close by then. But either way, I'm going to make an impact before I go. Yeah, that's it. Some man. people don't some see pe- that. Some people are both happy and miserable exactly where they are. It's so crazy. Melancholy. Like, they they don't want to get better and and but they want, you know, they want to stay they they're miserable, but they don't want to get better, but they want you to be at their same level. They don't want you to surpass them. That it's so crazy. Like I don't care. Like, I'm like, do you like, I hope you get this great job. I hope, you know what I mean? Like, I don't ever feel like I'm in competition with the people around me. It's me against me. You know what I mean? Like it's either I'm good and I'm going to get beat by myself and stay in the same position, or I'm going to beat myself and uh, move up and make moves. You know what I mean? So it's like, I never see it as me against somebody else. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. Yes. Yes, it is. I completely agree with you. That was perfectly said. They will be miserable where they are, <laughs> but comfortable yeah. in it. And they don't yeah, want to so see anybody else progress. Yep. yep. It's that's miserable crazy. every day. They hate coming to work. They hate being in the job. They hate doing the job, but they don't want to go nowhere else. But then if you try to do something, they're going to make sure that to try to make you fail as well. It's just a crazy it's it's bananas man but some people i mean many people that's that's what they are it's just crazy man so if we were to give any advice to anybody that's going through a chaotic situation at work right now and maybe you've overshared at times you got too comfortable you said too much and you're starting to see things for what they are yeah How, what advice would you give somebody I, to handle the chaos i would i would definitely say you just take a step back from everything sometimes less is more Less is more. Step back, shut your ass up, and stop trusting everybody around you until you can find those one or two that you know, okay, I can talk to these two, you know what I mean? Or this one. Coming in the door, just shut up and play the back and and just observe. Just observe. But yeah, if you're in a chaotic thing, the best thing to do is like they do it like uh what is it like the like the tabloids they just just shut up the more you say the more you're going to mm-hmm. pop up in the headlines the more you're going to become part of the story just shut up and play the back and uh, let that shit blow over that'll be if, if they're already caught up in the situation you know what i mean i just shut up and back up and chill <laughs> i would also recommend doing your job well or at least yep. always constantly yep. trying to improve and get better at your job yes so that way, you well, you're not speaking, your work is. Yes. Yeah. And that could be a whole office full of chaos. And they're like, you know what? This shit's getting too much. We're going to let some people go. They're like, well, this person's been here five years. This person's been here two years. They just started like three months ago. Well, the person started three months ago is doing like twice as much work as these other people. Yeah, twice so the workload. Exactly. Who, who, who else do we not like the most? Like who else caused, where do we have issues or be would be harder to replace because it's just yeah. the replacement. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're like, okay, well it, it's going to be them. And then they're going to bring them in and they're going to let them people go. Maybe they'll let both go. Yeah. You know, sometimes it might be the manager. And when the manager goes, a new manager come in, they like to hire a whole new team. 
Yeah. But the uh, but the couple people they see or know their hard work is like, okay, well, it's my first day, and seventy percent of you guys, um, you guys got two weeks to find a job, uh, or like a month to find a job because that's how long I'm giving myself to have people in and trained to do what you guys are doing now. The other thirty percent, I will talk to you um in private after this after this meeting but um that's where we're going from now moving forward from here and then the people who do their job well who um and a lot of times i'm sorry but a lot of times in in like work and offices when you're doing your job well that scene is going to be up and is be above and beyond because yeah. people are just not doing their job that well or not doing their job so when you actually see people doing the job they're like oh man He's doing good to Austin. That person's like, I'm just doing my fucking job. What are you talking about? But other people don't see it like that. They're like, no, man, I do the, the minimum. I'm doing yeah. this. And it's like, that's why you're going to be here miserable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Forever, oh. yeah. yeah. The, the only reason I'm living with my kids when I get old is if they need to stay at my house for a second or I'm walking around because I don't know who I am. And if I'm that, I... I I'm pretty sure they might be like, okay, let's get out what we can because this dude don't know nothing. Let's go. You know, not saying my kids don't love me, but, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then some of the people who just don't know how to, you know, my problem is the people, I can't do the 50-50 people. Some people are miserable one day and are great people the next day. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like they're, 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 they're home, like they're having a tough time at home and they bring it with them to work. And then now we were cool yesterday and now you act like an asshole today. That's also one I got to, because I don't have time for all that back and forth shit. You know what I mean? So um, you just got to play the field. You just got to learn the players on the field, man. That's it. You know, learn the players on the field. So I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would say to handle the chaos at work is basically, like I said, when you first go in, observe. Don't say much. Don't do too much. Don't engage too much. Just keep it professional. Observe. Take that time, those first 60 days to learn your job and analyze the job. See if there's any holes, if there's anything that can be improved. If, if you're comfortable with it and you don't mind it, go ahead and try to create something that you could run and you could do um, to improve. So right there, yeah. you're already shining through. You are already shining through. You've set yourself up. You've got something you're comfortable with doing. It's going to make the organization look better. The next six months, you blow that shit out the water. You blow it out the water and you start planning your next move from there. Um, yep. And if you decide you want to stay, then stay. You know, the, learn to manage it. Um, analyze and be smart. You don't have to be friends with everybody. You don't have to do, you know, extra stuff, anything like that. You keep it professional. You work on you. You create your career goals. And if it's not with an organization, don't feel bad. You're not disloyal or anything else. It's a job. And just like Jason and Antonio said, you are very much replaceable. So don't feel any kind of way if you want to move on and you want to do better. So, all right, you guys, we're coming down to the end of this. And I know we have not touched on the at home part. So what I'm thinking is we're going to break this up. So this is part one of mind your damn business. And then part two <laughs> will be coming next week. So unless anybody else has anything else they want to add, I'm going to wrap it on up. No, uh, I got mind your damn business. Oh, and be safe. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next week. Take care. All right. Peace. Wow.